0: I'm not going to tell you how to act when the storm comes, but don't be freaking surprised by it. Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. And we're off. Welcome to the first run of the new format of Wintry Mix, I'm your coach, chauffeur, antagonist, and delivery boy, Alex Kaufman. A percentage of you are arriving here having no idea what I'm talking about. You should listen to episode 46, where I explain the new format if you fall into that category. In a nutshell, I'm no longer doing long-form interviews. I'm taking submissions from the listening public, and there's literally nothing off-limits buy or sell, date or hate, help wanted, rant or rave, community updates, or bring us live to a happening, whatever. Stop asking me. It's not hard. The next deadline for the October episode will be October 5th. Audio files can be sent to alex at wintrymixcast.com. There's no E in wintry, by the way. It's wintry, not wintery. If you need to use cloud storage and your file is too big, keep them to a minute or so, longer, You can try, but no promises One thing I can promise about episode 47, this one Is that episode 48 will probably be better You guys are still learning And hopefully the contributions we got for this month Will help to open your slowly flowering mind to what is possible It's far more than just this But this is a good start And thanks to everyone who chimed in In the September 2017 episode of Wintry Mix Right now We'll hear from a ski racer dad from Pennsylvania, get a talking to about why most ski forums are not awesome for women, hear from the state of Vermont's foremost marijuana advocate. We'll toss some love to Utah's smallest ski area, get an update on Hudson, Vermont, and receive a wet blanket on early season snow stoke from someone who knows better than most of us. Stick around.
1: My name is Stosh. I'm the dad of a U-12 ski racer for BMR at Blue Mountain in Palmerton, PA. And I just wanted to let you know that I think this is a great idea. And I'm looking forward to the Wintry Mix season number four. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Cheers.
0: Then he went to his mailbox and drank a Red Bull. Just got the 2018 Ski Magazine gear guide in the mail. Find something in your life that makes you that happy. Same goes for Greg, who calls me Adam.
1: Hey Adam, this is Greg Gagny, former Vermonter and now living in Salt Lake City. I'm an Avalanche forecaster with the Utah Avalanche Center. Here it is, late August, early September, getting ready to roll into yet another winter. And I hate to be the Eeyore in all of us, but these early season storms from a from a snow safety perspective really aren't good. So Yeah, the stoke is high for the upcoming winter, but early snow in the Rockies in September and even October, what it does is it sticks on the ground in these steep upper elevation north-facing slopes and turns into weak sugar snow and provides the first weak layers of the season. So yeah, let's get excited for a big winter ahead of us, but not
0: ready for snow too early. Speaking of Utah, who doesn't love a good small ski area shout out? Greg from Eden, Utah, here. I want to give a shout out to Nordic Valley, the smallest ski area in Utah. Um, I moved here from Colorado. I'd had an epic pass. When I first moved here, I had a snow basin pass. I've always loved small ski areas,
1: so I I put my money where my mouth was and bought a pass to Nordic Valley and had
0: the most fun I've ever had in a a single season of my life. Uh, As skiers, I think we get a lot of stuff wrong. But I think our love of, of uh, lift
1: counts and trail counts might be at the top of that list. Uh, so Nordic Valley, quick shout out. Thanks for an awesome season.
0: If you're one of the longtime listeners of Wintry Mix, you've heard RJ Thompson in episode 14, 17, and maybe 33. He gets around for good reason. Hey, what's
1: up, Alex? It's RJ Thompson over at Vermont Huts Association. Wanted to let you and the Wintry Mix Followers know that we are celebrating our one year birthday by holding a launch party over at Outdoor Gear Exchange in Burlington, Vermont on October 19th at eight pm.
0: Tickets are only seven bucks, and that'll get you some that'll get you some apple juice. He meant to say apple juice, right? Everybody loves apple juice. That's what they always drink when they get together. A raffle ticket to win some great prizes, and uh, we'll also be selling additional
1: raffle tickets to win an adult season pass to Bolton Valley. Uh, Big thanks to our friends over at Bolton. We'll also be announcing the location and unveiling the design of our first hut, which will serve all sorts of recreation users from mountain bikers to uh, backcountry skiers and hikers alike. And to top it off, we're going to have live performance from Emma Cook and Questionable Company uh, at our launch party. Again, that's October 19th at 8 p.m. Outdoor Gear Exchange. Go to vermonthuts.org
0: for more info and to pick up your tickets. Thanks. So we got RJ and Vermont Huts Association working on one kind of hut. But then there's also the other kind of hut. Yo, what's up, Wintry Mix Podcast? It's your boy, Eli Harrington,
2: checking in from the Vermont Awana Podcast and headyvermont.com up here in the great state of Vermont in Burlington. Big up. Uh, Love the new format for Wintry Mix, and I want to talk about some adult material since we are now motherfucking explicit. Um, AKA, I want to talk about weed and skiing and snowboarding a lot. I submit to you a segment that I would like to call Smoke and Stoke. In this edition of Smoke and Stoke, I would like to remember, honor and eulogize the smoke shack on the full moon run at Jay Peak. Might be the half moon run, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been up to Jay Peak, over by the tram, there's a nice little section on the bottom, sort of beginner part of the mountain, uh, where there are three trails, full moon, half moon, quarter moon. It's a great place to bring your flatlander friends, the weekend warriors who might not be comfortable or skillful enough to keep up with you in the woods or go rock the steeps. Um, So it's a great place to go take a party lap, socialize with your friends. You don't even have to burn an entire run because you can take the lower lift. And you get to go through a little bit of steep. You get a little bit of sort of uh, track, glade run through the woods. And then you come up on this very obvious dilapidated shack, which looks like it was put there explicitly for people to hang out and smoke weed in. And unless you've got a bunch of lessons around you, there are a lot of kids who love that area too, uh, it's a really chill spot to go hang out. So I love that scene because it's a kind of place where, you know, you get the best communal French shared experience vibes of both skiing and cannabis, where you can hang out with your friends, bullshit for a few minutes, maybe you got a PBR in your jacket pocket. Um, you got a couple dubes and maybe a one-hitter, maybe now a vape pen, la-di-da, you fancy motherfucker, and you're able to just sort of hang out in that little shack, take a little break, pass it around, talk about how the day is going, and again, you're all sharing that experience together, so um, RIP and P, I know that place was a shithole and increasingly covered in, in piss and beer bottles towards the end, but... Um, I understand it's gone, so we'll all have to find a new spot. It'll be a little bit less accessible, but, uh, you know, keep your nose open. You guys can find me in the trees. Until the next time, Elevate the State. Peace.
0: And I know I've said to keep your submissions to a minute or two, but uh, Wendy makes some good points, and, of course, we only had seven or eight submissions for the September episode. That number likely to go up in the future. So in this instance, take it away.
3: probably dating myself but years ago you'd come back from a weekend skiing and go to work and if you were lucky enough to work with other people who skied you got to rehash your trip and talk about your equipment and everything else to do with skiing but if you didn't work with other skiers you were stuck a lonely skiing island in a sea of non-skiers then the internet started and holy moly All of a sudden, there were all these ski communities where you could connect with people who wanted to talk about skiing all the time. You had places like Teton Gravity Research and Epic Ski and Alpine Zone and dozens of other ski forums all over the web. Most of the people involved were men, which isn't that surprising. After all, according to Snow Sports Industries America, 60% of skiers are men. So, did this matter? Well, yeah. For the most part, if you were a woman, the men on the forum usually assumed you were a beginner or someone who skied maybe two or three runs and went into the lodge, or you only cared about how you looked in a ski jacket. And sometimes they'd make hypersexualized comments about how they imagined you looked and about women in general. It was very frustrating and dismaying. Plus, they weren't interested in women's gear or in talking about stuff that I was interested in. Most of the discussion was pretty testosterone-charged, all about who hucked the biggest cliff or did something incredibly gnarly or how hot Lindsey Vaughn was or that they could beat Bodie Miller hands down if they only had the chance. This wasn't for me. I wanted something different. I wanted people who talked about skiing in a way that I could relate to, about things that I thought were important, some place that took me seriously as a skier and didn't treat me condescendingly because I was a woman, some place where I could find female ski friends since I didn't have any that skied, and since I didn't find anything like that on the web, I decided to create it myself. So in 2006, I founded the SkiDiva.com, an internet community that's for women only. And it's the most amazing place for women skiers on the web. Now, when I say it's for women, I don't want you to think it's all fluffy kitty cats and pink butterflies. These are women who are amazing individuals, who take skiing seriously, whether they're a beginner or an L3 instructor or a ski patroller. And we talk about everything to do with skiing. Gear, resorts, technique, how women are treated in ski shops, how women's equipment compares to men's, which women's clinics are good. You get the idea. And sometimes we don't talk about skiing at all. Is a ski forum that's just for women necessary? To be honest, I really don't know. All I can say is that the women who join like it that way. They feel more comfortable, more secure, and more willing to speak freely than they would in a mixed environment. The atmosphere is just different, more supportive and civil than a lot of other forums. And on the web, that's saying something. Right now, we have over 5,000 members, women from all over the country, all over the world. But the most amazing thing to me is how it's evolved from an online community into a real one. Let me give you an example. When one of our members decided to move to Colorado from New York, members of the Ski Diva helped her find an apartment, took her out to dinner, and formed a safety net to help her make the transition easier. Here's another. We've started having get-togethers to get to know the people behind the usernames. These trips are an absolute gas. So much fun. For me, the Forum has been an incredible journey, where before I had no women ski friends, now I have them wherever I go. I don't know where this is going to take me, but it's been a terrific ride. And if you're a woman who skis, you should check it out.
0: And here's a new section that I should have a cutesy name for. It's where I rant a little towards the end. If you think of a cutesy appropriate name for it, you can let me know on the internets. All right, here we go. Do you run a ski area? Have you enjoyed decades of staying 100 fucking miles away from politics? Good luck keeping that up. Staying out of the fray used to be the smart way to stay focused and not offend a customer set. But what do you do when the fray comes to your doorstep? You're going to have to figure out where you stand. Because it's coming as fast as the next contradictory and press-bashing tweet from the divider-in-chief. Are you ready for protesters protesting whatever are you ready to publicly state your position on the KKK? Vale Resorts announced what it thinks of Trump's climate agreement quit show. Sugarbush publicly disowned the statements of a former employee who was apparently going all in for Nazis. Yes, they came out as anti-Nazi on Facebook. Because it's 2017, I guess. You can imagine the conversation from there. Does this mean you won't take money from racists? Ugh, the comment thread. Just terrible. Then even more recently, Aspen Skiing Company went public in support of DACA and Dreamers. The effects of internet-driven polarization are coming to every facet of this country, including your town, including your mountain. This is new territory for the ski business, and as long as America keeps riding the us-versus-them train to crazy town, it's going to get harder and harder for major employers to stay on the sidelines. I'm not going to tell you how to act when the storm comes, but don't be freaking surprised by it. End of rant. Rate and review Wintry Mix on iTunes if you want it to survive. Suggest future rant topics on the Facebook page. Get reminded about submission deadlines on the Twitter. And watch me parent questionably on Instagram. Wintry Mix Cast. Our last submission for the September episode comes from Vermont-based band Near North. This is a song of theirs called Wishing for Winter. Apparently this band is described as Bob Dylan at a Pixies concert, which I'm having a hard time envisioning, but it sounds nice. Thanks guys. things if you're still listening at this point point. one god I love apple juice you know what I'm saying so good so much flavor I drink it like every night apple juice and second October 5th is the deadline to submit for the October episode you can send me anything talk to other people pull out your phone at the bar pull out your phone at the ski mountain pull out your phone at the dmv pull out your phone at the ski shop pull out your phone if you've ever skied or snowboarded and record yourself or things happening or talking to other people make a point give some props complain about something there's literally no rules everything is just right in the outback
1: Oh wait, did I call you Adam? I'm so sorry. I'm not very good with names. Good luck with the new format, Alex.